Good morning. Good morning. I know it's Wednesday and normally we hang out on Thursday, but today's pretty significant. It's Ash Wednesday. And I wanted to just spend a couple of minutes talking about the beginning of the spiritual journey of Ash Wednesday leading to Easter Sunday. Now, growing up as a, you know, kind of Pentecostal charismatic circles, we didn't really participate in Lent. That's the beginning of the season that starts today. Uh, representing the 40 days, excluding Easter uh, preparation for our heart, a time of repentance and readiness of our heart for what it is that God was asking us to do. And uh, when I discovered it and began to read into it and then participated in it, uh, when I got older, I realized it was really good to not just arrive at Easter, just rush to the resurrection but to actually prepare my heart for what it means that Jesus died on a tree for me. And the idea of Lent, it was kind of became an official part of the liturgical church tradition around the fourth century. But the idea is just like Jesus prayed and fasted for 40 days and faced down the temptations, that you and I would pray and fast for 40 days and just repent for any places in our lives where where we have um, fallen away from God, where we have kind of taken for granted what it is that he's done in us and through us. And so here on this morning, Ash Wednesday, I want to invite us to a different kind of fast, a spiritual journey that isn't so much about what we're keeping ourselves from, like I'm not going to eat this kind of meat or... I'm not going to watch as much TV or I'm going to fast social media. All of those are, are very good fasts and uh, God may lead you to do that. In fact, over the next 40 days, but I want to invite us on a peculiar fast that isn't so much what we're keeping ourselves from as what we are giving ourselves to. And the idea for this comes out of Isaiah 58. Now I know you immediately hear the word fast. And if you're like me, you're like, oh, I'm getting out of here fast, right? I, I'm not good at fasting. But what if we saw fasting not as some kind of religious obligation, but rather a spiritual invitation to be able to hear God's voice clearer than ever before, to be able to see the world changed around us in a positive light? What if it's an invitation to be able to hear God and be led by him like never before? So what I'm going to do is I'm going to read, I just, I just wrote out in my journal, Isaiah 58, this amazing promise of the kind of fast that God is looking for. And I'm just going to read that out. And if you just listen to this and let God speak to your heart, I really believe that we will be different by the end of this 40 days, as well as those around us. So I'm just going to turn the camera here so we can look at this beautiful view. I just want you to listen to this. No, this is the kind of fasting I want. Free those who are wrongly imprisoned. Lighten the burden of those who work for you. Let the oppressed go free and remove the chains that bind people. Share your food with the hungry and give shelter to the homeless. Give clothes to those who need them and do not hide from relatives who need your help. Then your salvation will come like the dawn and your wounds will quickly heal. Your godliness will lead you forward and the glory of the Lord will protect you from behind. 
Then when you call, the Lord will answer, Yes, I am here. He will quickly reply, Remove the heavy yoke of oppression. Stop pointing your finger and spreading vicious rumors. Then your light will shine out from the darkness, and the darkness around you will be bright as noon. The Lord will guide you continually, giving you water when you are dry and restoring your strength. You'll be like a well-watered garden, like an ever-flowing spring. Some of you will rebuild the deserted ruins of your cities. Then you will be known as a rebuilder of walls and a restorer of homes. Isn't that amazing? When we, when we stop focusing on ourselves, when we stop pointing fingers, God says when we start serving others instead of ourselves, then he will actually heal our wounds. He'll heal our wounds as we heal the wounds of others. When we start building the homes of others, God says, I'm going to rebuild your homes. You see how he says, when you look outward, I'm going to actually cause you to be able to see things change around you as well as inside of you. This is the kind of fast that God is calling us to. So, so here's what I want us to do. If you're in with this on me and in with this challenge, let's do this together. It's going to be awesome. Let's just wake up every single day as the sun rises. Let's wake up every single day before we get into our day. Just drop to your knees and say, Jesus, what are you doing today? If you grew up like me um, in the 80s, you saw the little bands, What Would Jesus Do? This little movement in youth groups. What if we go, what is Jesus doing? Where we wake, work, and worship. What if we just ask that question, what is Jesus doing right now? As I'm getting up, what's he doing in my family? What's he doing with my friends? What what is Jesus doing where I work? As you go to work or you zoom into work, what is Jesus doing with your employees, your employer? What is Jesus doing where I worship? What What does he want me to give? How does he want me to serve at my church? And, and to be able to no longer be pointing fingers, as Isaiah said, but instead raising hands, instead of um, tearing things down, God says, I want you to be a rebuilder of walls and it will change you and it will change your home. Wow, where would we be 40 days from now if every single one of us spent our day just listening into God? Sometimes we might not hear the Lord. Sometimes we might not hear anything at all, but just in that place of expectation, this is the kind of fast that God wants. He wants us to listen to him. And then we can see the oppressed and see them set free. We can see somebody sick and say, hey, can I pray for you? We had just this last Sunday, we had a homeless woman named Carmen that was camped outside of the father's house. And the lopers not only made sure she was taken care of, but they actually went to Ross bought her some clothes and they sent me the videos of how much joy she had. This weekend we're going to be talking about the joy as one of the fruits of the Spirit. And this, let me tell you, Carmen wasn't the only one who found joy that day. It's the Lopers as well. That, that family felt so much joy because why? Because they were listening to what Jesus was doing in that moment. They were participating with the Holy Spirit and it changed them as much as it changed her. What if all of us decided that we're just going to ask God, hey, what are you up to here? Jesus, what are you doing today? What if we fasted that way? 
Sometimes he may ask us to fast a meal so we can focus more in on him. Sometimes he may ask us to turn Netflix off so we can spend more time with our family. The whole point is not just kind of setting some kind of religious rule and saying, this is what we have to do, this is what we can't do. But instead, every single day is going to be an adventure. What if Lent becomes a launch pad for what our daily relationship with Jesus can be? I'm so excited to join in this 40-day spiritual journey with you leading up to Resurrection Sunday. And if you're in on this challenge with me, would you let me know so that I know I'm not doing this by myself? I would love to be able to do this with you, to be able to share these experiences with you. Just in the comments below, just say, hey, I'm joining in the 40-day spiritual journey. I'm going to ask every single day from here to Easter, what is Jesus doing? And then if you want Share this video and invite others that you know to join into this journey with you. And let's see where we are. Let's see how God wants to make us the rebuilder of homes, starting in our home. God bless.